right, baby. Uh, how many games in RE, and what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, man, I must be about 12 games in right now. I've been watching a lot of games, you know, and just um, getting feedback from the team. So, you know, it's probably like uh, a lot of games equivalent of. Um, but, um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's uh, I think if you don't, you know, um, I guess if you don't know, uh, you know, David from 40K Fireside, and uh, if you haven't heard a podcast I did about the review of the edition, it wasn't uh, very glamorous. But, you know, um, <laughs> having said that, if you're playing kind of non-Marines, non-Aldari, uh, you know, there is a game to be had, you know, there's, yeah. um, yeah. there's some mid ground to fight over. Uh, so, you know, when you look at it from that perspective, it's not too bad, but if Le- you take it as a whole, then yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, we had a, a games day, um, over here where, um, one of our guys was playing, De- it was Matt Morisoli, who was on last weekend, mm-hmm. was playing demons. Yeah. Um, and nice. he was, he played demons into two of the best armies in the game. He played into yep. GSC and he played into guard. And then he, I think yep. he played into Marines as well. And then he's like, demons are unplayable. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I've got a different take on fuck, demons. Too, fuck fuck this. Absolutely fuck this. <laughs> but yeah, he came back around. He's like, well, there's such a cliff between there. the yeah. best and everybody else. Like there's the four, uh, well, I think guard is in, is up with like, you know, top four or a top five spot. Some people don't, but yeah. I think for teams mm-hmm. and the indirect battery, they absolutely are just for that skew. Yeah. But uh, below the, like the top four or five factions, you can just take whatever you want, I guess. Like yeah. it mm-hmm. would, yeah. And it's, it's kind a- of fine. They're kind of all pretty good into each other outside of the top lists. But do, yeah. have, have you found that the top list just kind of like, Brutal. So brutal. Yeah. Oh my god. They're so brutal, man. They are well, I guess we're gonna we're probably gonna be talking about one of them today. Um at least I've been playing playing Death Watch. Uh you know, I'm not gonna lie, I've played I played all of the underpowered, you know, mid mid armies. Uh and then I was like, you know what? I've got a singles tournament coming up. Uh you've got WTC and I'm gonna be playing WTC singles. So I was like, you know, let me just look into something, you know, of the more powerful ones and uh well, I went from uh, you know, living the hard life to uh <laughs> people at both the moments. Yes. And uh wow, it was uh, a whole nother level, man. Deathwatch is crazy strong. It Even vanilla marines, crazy strong. Like they both have quite different play styles. You know, Deathwatch you don't get scouts and speeders, which are really, really good. Uh, but you get a lot of tricks, like um, you know, you can teleport your squads every turn and stuff, which is like whew, exactly right, exactly right. So that is our little nice cold open. Let's start the show. <laughs> Down your unders. Down your unders. Review and dissection of content from some of the sharpest minds in the game. Hosted by Adam Camilleri. Art of War. Down under. And we are back with part two of the Space Marines Index Review. I'm once again joined by the wonderful David Gaylord, you, uh, you already know. And we're going to be punching out some good old beaky content for you. Um, I have a little bit of experience now playing and writing a bunch of Marine lists. And of course, most of my Marines experience is either Black Templar at the moment, which is kind of what I'm enjoying the look of just for cool. my play style. And uh, Dark Angels also. And of course, David has been playing around with some Vanilla and some Death Watch. And we're going to talk about yep. Marines pretty broadly in this, but I do have episodes on those specific chapters um, c- 
coming up as well. So please don't feel like this is the the one catch-all Marine episode. You Marine nice. enjoyers, you Marine stands, <laughs> we'll have many an hour coming up. So, <laughs> but mate, um, let's stick to the uh, vanilla Marines for a moment. But the first thing mm. I want to I want to ask is: Do Marines need to be nerfed? Yeah, Marines definitely need to be nerfed. Uh, extremely powerful. Uh, Oath of Moments is incredibly broken. Uh, Desolation Marines are broken. Mm-hmm. Stone Guard are very good. Uh, speeders, if you're playing vanilla Marines, are extremely good. And, and um, you know, it just goes like Bobby G, um, Gilliman, uh, is, you know, 300 points, but he's still good, you know? Like, when's the last time you saw a 300-point unit in Marines, right? <laughs> and went, hell yeah, so, um, gimme, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise because, you know, they've got, um, you know, they've got so many data sheets that, uh, the chances are that, you know, Games Workshop are probably going to mess up something, right? So, uh, you know, they messed up the same thing that was already messed up, uh, Desolation Marines, but uh, there's so many opportunities, so to speak, to them to have so much mm. um, roundness in their army. So, you know, whether that's killing potential, resiliency, or mission play, uh, yeah. they've got it already. Now, I will give GW a pass on Desolation Marines slightly, because the assumption is, from, from my mind, in my head, that, uh, 10th edition was written and finalized. The indexes were done before uh, before Desolation Marines hit 9th edition, and so oh, all wow. they all they well yeah all they did was just extrapolate what they'd written for them for, in 9th edition and put it into 10th edition. They didn't have any data on how busted they are. <laughs> I will they will not get a pass if Desolation Marines go the next couple of weeks without a nerf. If they don't, <laughs> yeah. they need to be lambasted and you know uh, they need to cop it. But uh, I'll give them a pass, and hopefully the day one FAQ and things will will catch them. What yep. needs to be done to fix them in your mind? What What are the best moves forward uh, to, to make them more balanced, but whilst not gutting the faction? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think Oath of Moments should probably just be unit to unit, full rerolls to hit and wound. I think mm-hmm. that probably makes a bit more sense. Uh, you know, Dessos are very strong. Um, you know, clearly, you know, you could just point the put the points back of Desolation Marines back to where they were. So mm-hmm. 180 for five. Uh, and then there's a couple of other things you could do, probably looking at, um, oh, at the moment one tags it. But honestly, once you pick up those two things, you're probably looking in a good position. Uh, you don't want to gut them too much, obviously. Um, and actually, for some factions like, uh, you know, Blood Angels, uh, Space Wolves, and actually parts of Death Watch are very underwhelming. And I'm pretty, I'm sure that that's probably the same in, um, you know, Black Templars or, Absolutely. or um, Dark Angels, right? Yeah. So I would like to see it evened out, right? Um, mm. we, don't, we don't like when it's all, like, there's just clearly better stuff to take, right? I think Scout's probably too strong as well. Two wounds and uh, two damage. Uh, yeah. Being unattractable is a bit too strong, I think. Yeah, I think that I see, I think that's exactly right. I think there's things like um, like Stern Guard, like Scouts, that a couple of points adjustments can fix pretty well. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought I was trying to think of things to do with Oath of Moment because it is just an army-wide mechanic that mm. if you mess with it too much, all of a sudden they don't have an army-wide mechanic. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, But the one they've got I do think is too good. Would it just be if they just picked a unit was real ones, real ones? Or do you even think that if it's pick a unit and the Warlord and their squad get their real hit, real wounds? Yeah, that's cool. I like the Warlord one, personally. I really like that. Uh, that's reminiscent of 9th edition. Yeah, so I don't mind if it's either like reroll ones army-wide to hit and wound, or if it's um, reroll full hits and wounds. You pick one of your squads, and you pick one of their squads, sort of thing. Yeah, But um, yeah. clearly, as it is right now, it's uh, incredibly strong. It is. Um, uh, as, for, yeah, as for points, what did you say you thought would be reasonable for Dessos? I think probably just where they were before. You know, assuming indirect doesn't get changed, right? So, mm-hmm. assuming they have the same output. So, I mean... You know, they do pair well with Oath of Moments, which is a big amplifier for them, obviously. Uh, so, you know, if Oath doesn't get changed, I would love to see them back at the 185 mark uh, at, like they used to be. I think it's probably fair. 
Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Um, all right, let's jump into some of our little bits and pieces. You've got a couple of lists that you've been cooking. Yeah. Um, you have a vanilla variant. Let's let's hit it. Let's see what you got. Yeah, yeah. So this is actually um, a, a teammate of mine called uh, Chris Radford, who's a very excellent player. Played Space Wars for a long time, very long time. And, uh, well, let's just say he's not playing that anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> he's got... Um, Primaris Liberian, which goes with the uh, the ten dis, uh, the ten Stern Guard squad. No, it goes with the Desolator squad. Sorry, and he's got the um, enhancement there for um, the five up uh, critical hit one. So double fire, um, yeah. Yep, five infiltrators, ten scouts, five scouts, five scouts. So total of twenty scouts, uh, and then he's got Talion. So the Talion goes with the ten man scouts, and so he's got a one unit of ten man scouts with Talion uh, with the enhancement. And uh, no, sorry, he had the enhancement on Talion actually, which is a five up critical hit one. Uh, and then he had two units of five scouts and two storm speeders. So great, like mission play, really yeah. good to just put on an objective. Your opponent can, you know, it's really hard to, um, to commit into speeders with um, scouts in them because you can get out 12 inches away. They mm. can't shoot you. You know, you need to like kind of kill both of the, the speeder and the scout you need to show your resources and they can hit you back. So that's why scouts are incredibly powerful. Five assault Marines, uh, probably just for the points. Uh, one land speeder, 10, uh, unit of 10 stone guard. Two gladiator lances, ten desos, five desos, five desos, and my main man, Bobby G, <laughs> for so, the uh, second oath moments, and uh, you know, just shoving down people's throats right with three up in front of So it was two by. Would you say two by ten desos? Uh, yeah, one by ten, and another two by five. You want? I think it's probably correct. You want the one by ten uh, if you're playing the librarian, and you want the two by five because the Vingle launcher with blast these days is uh, yeah. know, even more value than it was before. So from top to bottom, we have primarily with Storm of Fire, five infiltrators, ten five five scouts, Tellian, two storm speeders, five assault marines, one land speeder, ten stern guard, two gladiator lances, ten five five desolated marines, and Bobby G. Is that correct? Yeah, that's pretty much it. The the, the points might be slightly wrong on the enhancement. I don't get that one hundred uh, percent correct, maybe. But um, yeah, that's the that's the broad outline of it. And you can see it's got everything in there, really. Yeah, it's got ten stern guard. Um, it's got two gladiator lances. So you've got a good amount of anti-tank. Mm. Um, you've got t- 20 desolators with two Oath of Moments for just immense pressure throughout the game, no matter what your opponent does. And then you've got scout, you know, 10-man scout brick, which you can uh, kind of play the open angles. And then you've got two uh, storm speeder with scouts in them to, um, you know, play the mission, play the mission. Uh, do yeah. secondaries and everything. Yeah. yeah. I really like it, man. The the interesting thing there is the stern guard. I'm trying to get my head around how they play, but I, then, then I realized they're probably literally just sitting in an L like in the mm. L adjacent to the Desos, and when somebody tries to close distance to stop the Desos, they pop out and just ruin that day, yeah? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or you can just put them in outflank. Totally depends what your opponent's army is. Mm. They play really well from outflank against things like Knights, for example, because even though they have anti-infantry devastating wounds, they still have devastating wounds, yeah. so you just fish <laughs> and, the sixes. Yeah. And how funny, because if you looked at this list, I'd be like, well, what does this do against you know Orcs? What does it do against going second versus World Eaters and all this stuff? And I'm like, ah, yeah. never mind. <laughs> Those lists won't be good. They can't, they can't anyway. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you've got Bobby G there as well, right? I mean, he's exactly. a huge beatstick. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, exactly. He's your, he's your melee. He's, he's all the melee offense you need. He's all the deterrent yeah. you need for people to walk mm-hmm. up and try and get in combat with you. So it actually I'd looks- say if, you're, um, if you don't really know the direction of where to go, you've got a tournament coming up. This is a fantastic list to just I think so. get started you know you've got everything all the tools and as long as you try and focus on you know using your pieces like i described them then you you know you're really good you still get access to your doctrine so you get to fall back and shoot you know you get to advance and shoot with your gladiator lances etc etc so um yeah great you know get your um get your feet in the water can't do anything too wrong with it 
Yeah, I really like the Telian edition as well. I do. I, I'm mm-hmm. pretty. I'm pretty sure Ultra is just going to end up being the best vanilla. Yeah. Um, They're pretty sick. Well, it's just it's got so much special characters. Like, even if you just break it down, like Calgar is an incredible choice. Telian's a, a great choice. Bobby G is an incredible choice. Um, mm. You can't really say the same for Lysander. Um, uh, bloody. Iron Father Pharos. Actually, Pharos isn't <laughs> Ferris isn't bad, but it's just nowhere near as much as you're getting from Ultras. Um, yeah, exactly. They yeah. are the shooting army, while they are the shooting variant of um, Marines, or usually have been, right? So it's no yeah. surprise that they're looking very good this edition. No, I absolutely agree. Um, and so when you look at this list in particular, is there anything that's particularly good at, against, anything, anything particularly bad against? Um, yeah, well, it's, well, unsurprisingly, Adam, it's one of the strongest armies in the game. So it's, um, you know, it's difficult to say that it has a lot of bad matchups, you know, apart from the obvious Eldar. Um, one of the things it doesn't have is it doesn't have the uh, maneuverability or dynamic play of a list, uh, that may have something like a drop pod, for yep. example. Um, yep. doesn't, this doesn't have rhinos. So that's the trade off, right? It doesn't have the rhinos where you can maybe put 10 stern guard in a rhino. Uh, or you could put, you know, 10 Deathwatch veterans, for example, in a Rhino. Uh, so that's kind of the weakness. It's a little bit vulnerable to Desolation Marines itself. It doesn't have the, once again, it doesn't have the Rhinos to start your 20 Desolators mm. if your opponent has indirect fire as well. So that's how I would look to tackle it. Uh, but, you know, Desolation, and, and that being said, Desolation Marines are quite static in this type of list, right? So uh, there are some factions like Deathwatch that can move your Desolation Marines around a lot faster. So once they're, once they're there then that's kind of where they're playing for the rest of the game. And that's where Desolation Marines have always been, isn't it, really? They're a yeah. huge piece in the army. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to make sure you don't let them direct fire you, in addition to the indirect as well, really. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I remember I remember the first time that I just played to try and get an angle on a couple of them, and, like, I picked up a mm. five-man, and then the other ten-man walked backwards six inches out of the back of the L, and then uh, they reminded yep. me they all have Dark Lancers, and I'm like, sweet, merciful <laughs> shit. Why? Why, why, why? Yeah. Um, uh, all right, so... Let's um, chuck our, our opposition caps on for a moment. If you were building a list for an opposition, um, and just, just generally speaking, what kind of tools would you want in your toolbox to have a chance against something like this? Yeah, so actually, um, this is a really good question because the baseline, like say, for example, I, probably most people that listen will be a singles you know, singles players, right? So at the moment, we've got the WTC coming up, so a lot of people are in the team's mindset. But I'm still I've got, I'm still a singles player at heart, I think. Yeah. But, um, my baseline is when I look at a list, I'm like, can this beat Oath of Moments and Desolation Reads? So if you've got, say, you know, a great example is Magnus the Red, right? Mm-hmm. Magnus the Red, you know, 415 points, you know, debatable on how good he is, right? But can you play him if your opponent just has 20 Desolation Marines and Oath of Moments? Like, no, you can't because they're just going to Oath of Moments to Magnus and then shoot him. Yeah. So, okay, that's invalidated. So you're looking at things that kind of, Limit that interactability. So lone operative, fantastic. Bellacore, yeah, yeah, yes, you know? yep, yep, absolutely. Demons, maybe you know, yeah, yeah, yeah um, You know, your own level of indirect. You know, maybe you can soup garden or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, rapid ingress is something. You know, potentially being something there. So, you know, you could rapid ingress a transport and then have some kind of you know damage dealing unit in the transport maybe to then come out, which uh, you know plays around Overwatch in the reinforcements phase maybe. Um, yeah, there's things like that. So. Tackling it with your own indirect or, you know, having untargetable lone operative uh, is really powerful and then just trying to focus on uh, the mission play, right? Mm. Well, there is also the option of just taking things that Desolation Marines with their indirect don't actually hurt that well. And a lot, there, are, there are a lot of 
um, mechanized options. I mean, like mm-hmm. you talk about, uh, if you just have uh, you're playing marines as well, you don't want to take desolation marines. So instead, everything you take is just inside a box, just has a transport mm-hmm. or is in reserve. All of a sudden, desos do not love trying to crack. Yep. You know, things like uh, impulses, um, rhinos, etc. Uh, and then, in mm-hmm. addition to that, do can you take things that you um, play the mission for you and don't die? So there are things mm-hmm. like, I mean, in Dark Angels, I'm like, well, if I just take like just terminators and i just yeah. deep strike terminators on objectives do desolation marines kill them and the answer is not quickly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do and, um, they do but not quickly uh, and uh yeah you know the two up save is super valuable like mm. even if you can get i know they kind of change the um you know they change the list building aspect where you can't really mix and match as much as you used to right but yeah. um you know if there is some way where you can get a little two up save in there or something uh, you know, that's, that allows you to be really good. You know, um, not having a lot of blast potential is really good. So yep, yep. not playing big unit squads cause blast is brutal. Horrific, oh my word. Man, blast horrific. is horrific we, nowadays. Uh, mm, we, we played, uh, we rolled out just desolation Marines into Necron warriors. And the fact that like 10 desos with oath of moment starts with 50 shots into 20 Necron warriors is yeah. absolutely, it's fucked. Absolutely bonkers. Fucked. Yeah. So it's, if you don't know, guys, you get a unit of 10 has uh, 10 Castellan launchers, and you get, against a 20-man blob, you get four additional shots. So each person has D3 plus four shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, uh, and that's that's intrinsically my issue with um, a D, the D3 plus blast mechanic. Yeah. There, it's, so in the old rule, it was impossible for a D3 shot gun to get more than three shots. Against a 20-man, mm-hmm. you statistically doubled if not possibly yeah. tripled their output, the output of the weapon. Yep. Um, it is so much better than a D6 shot weapon. It's insane. Because while well, for a D6 shot weapon yep. to, to be as good, you would need to be starting at 12 plus D6 shots for it to be equivalent yep. of a 4 plus D3 for the points, if you know that, that makes sense. Um, yep, the relative and, impact uh, is much bigger. Yeah, the perfect perfect word. I'm, I'm going to steal that. Relative impact. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, so some of the stuff I thought of, yeah, like N mass 2 plus saves. Um, I, we, I rolled out this one as well um, with the guys just being like, all right, cool. So everybody and their dog is going to play Desolation Marines. What if I just played 30 Custody Guard? Just yeah, wa- walked them onto three midboard objectives. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, you know, a lot of people have been saying custodians have got a lot of play to them as well. And the warden bricks are really tanky. You know, yeah, maybe you go first, advance everything up. They try and break you, pop the four up, feel no pain. Yep. you just need one or two custodian guards left, and if they touch, then you know, boom, you can hit their um, main force. Yeah, exactly right. All, all, the, all the difference is you're getting 15s, they're getting fives. Cool. You have you finish the game with two models left and one by you know 20 points. Job yep. done. Doesn't matter. Exactly. Um, a lot of stuff like that. What bothers me is that there's just a bunch of armies that can't hang. Like I think yeah. about what orcs do to these guys, and I'm like, orcs get annihilated by by desolation marines. It's it's really yeah. quite awkward. Um, Everything does. It's yeah. It's quite bizarre the fact that with oath of moments you just fish for six. Even you wouldn't need tanks. The reality is, is even if you wound tanks and the one thing to watch out, guys, is if you've got some terrain features that are higher than six inches, what the player will do is they'll stack their Vengal launchers all up on the top ruin, so you get plunging fire for an additional... Yes, another, plus, another plus one. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of brutal. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I see. I think is how do you feel about that rule? I like that that rule exists, but I hate who that rule benefits. Yeah, you see, I didn't think it worked like that. I thought you had to... I thought the target unit and the shooting unit had to be inside the same ruin. Mm. Uh 
And then someone pointed out to me, no, it doesn't say that. And I said, well, that's quite bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I can plunging fire you across the map. <laughs> yeah, straight across. <laughs> yeah, but, so I yeah. thought, like, oh, you you kind of had to thematically be above the unit you were shooting and then mm. something. So, um, yeah, it's a bit strange, that one. Because um, that's what I do, exactly. Is you, On WTC, you can put your three Vingle launchers, you sack them vertically, and you just... You know, get plus one AP, which is huge for indirect. It's massive. Sometimes no, it's, it's like, yeah, one. sometimes it's thirty percent more damage, right? Mm. And with the, with indirect, it already has ignores cover ability as well. Because I mean, we said this on part one, but I'll reiterate it here: ignore cover is literally just plus one AP because everyone has cover all the all the damn time, so it doesn't matter. Yep. But ignore cover is just plus one AP. Getting another yep. AP, and you, can, and, um, you go. You can get that with land speeders as well. So land speeders have an ability when you shoot someone. Uh, if you shoot with a blast weapon, you get plus one to hit and ignores cover as well. So even if you move with your Desolation Marines, uh, you still get that benefit as well. Yeah, the single land speeder in your Ultramarines list, that's what that he's there to power up the other two five-mans, right? Uh, yeah, I would assume so, yeah. It's it's a super easy tool to use, you know. You can either stick in an outflank. I think he just runs with a heavy bolter just for the range. Yep. And, um, you know, even put an outflank and then, boom, get that plus one to hit. Well, it, um, deep, it, deep, really it deep strikes natively. So you just, deep strikes just, natively. Just, yeah. yeah, you just dump it on the table nine inches away, yeah. get an angle wherever you want. Um, it, yeah, I really like how the speed is a kind of activators for your army now. Um, yeah. I'm looking at a, a bunch of different ones, trying to suss out which ones I like the most. Uh, yep. All right, uh, you had another list for us. Let's go. Oh, mate, this list is... Uh, okay, so this is Death Watch. I think the Death Watch, apart from Eldari, obviously... Maybe the most powerful army in the game. Where so I guess what do you lose? Because uh, I've never played Marines in a tournament, by the way, guys. So I was like, okay, all this Marine stuff, you know, what actually do you lose? Um, so you don't get to take speeders, uh, storm speeders, and scouts. So as I just talked about, that's some of the best units in Space Marines. So that's quite a loss. You don't get combat doctrines. Okay, well, I think we talked about the first one. Combat doctrines are kind of good, but they're not like game breaking, right? Um, what do you gain? Okay, well, for playing Death Watch, you gain uh, every weapon in your army gets exploding sixes. Uh-huh. So, army-wide exploding sixes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, 16% more damage. <laughs> okay, it's really good. Or you can get lethal hits or precision. So, I mean, most of the time you're going to uh, sustained hits, right? Um, especially because when you Overwatch, you get sustained hits, right? So, yeah. um, really powerful in that sense. Uh, and then you get you don't get the double oath. So the double oath is a big reason why people play uh, Bobby Jim. Yeah. Um, yep. So that's a really powerful ability, no doubt about it. But you can get a one-time second oath of moments mm-hmm. for 40 points, which, you know, if you consider it, you know, Bobby G's 300 points. So a one-time oath of 40 points? Like, and- okay. Like we said in part one, Oath being a huge um, psychological tool, and a lot of the time, in especially in this matchup where it's Marines shooting indirect, there's going to be a a turn where your opponent must commit or lose, and so you just you just wait for them to have to commit, slap down the second Oath, table and job done. And and in my games, usually that's how it's been. I don't use the double Oath straight away. I just use it for that turn where okay, we're you know boom, we're here to play, and um, just gives you a massive damage jam on two targets at the same time, and usually. I found nine, you know, ten, nine, ten edition games. That's kind of how they uh, rock out. At least when playing this list, so that's what you gain. You also gain Death Watch veterans, which are you heard it here first. Better than Stone Guard veterans. I um, think they are the apart from Desos, they're the best. They are very game. good, and they're so they're the same points more or less as uh, Stone Guards. So you get ten, ten for two hundred, or Stone Guard uh, ten for two ten. Um, but what they get is they get the Frag Cannon, which is a really awesome gun. Its profile is uh, D three. Rapid fire D three, mm-hmm. <laughs> strangely enough, but it's eighteen inch range, so you can't come in from deep strike or outflank and rapid. But I'll tell you about that later. Uh, it's seven minus uh, one damage two, which is a really good profile um, because 
Uh, there's a lot of strats that Deathwatch have. Like I just told you about the, uh, oh, it's Blast, <laughs> which yep. is very good. Um, yep. And it's- combos with the land speeder, for example. So you get a land speeder, you can come out, shoot something, and then you Deathwatch veteran shoot. Uh, you get n- real ones to hit against everything for Deathwatch veterans. Mm-hmm. And if you're non-Imperium, non-Chaos, which is very relevant in today's meta, you get four rerolls to hit. So well, your land speeder gives you ignore cover and four rerolls to hit. Uh, sorry, and plus one to hit. That's two of the two of the other best armies in the game in Eldar and GSC. Both hate this. Hate yep. that you just four rerolls to hit. So Oath of Moment actually isn't as relevant for Deathwatch because you just get kind of Oath all the time versus certain factions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which so, is good. Um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, and, okay, but, oof, so, you thought that was good. So, Exploding Sixes Army-wide, Double Oath, one turn, Death Watch Veterans, which are, you know, amazing. Um, you don't get to play the Skulls, okay, that's fine. You don't get the Doctrines, like, okay. Um, but what you do get is some of the best stratagems in the game. They have one stratagem that is extremely strong. Uh, it is, um, I don't remember what it's called, uh, although I've got the Codex right here, actually. Ah, oh, there we go, I was playing a game today. <laughs> hmm. It's called uh, Teleportarium. Now, this is at the end of your opponent's fight phase. Select up to kill t- two kill team units from your army or one Adeptus Testardis infantry unit. I uh, wonder what I would target with that. Uh, <laughs> remove these units from the battlefield in the reinforcements phase of your next movement phase. Uh, put them back down anywhere nine inches horizontally away. So they've re-deep strike. So if you didn't get that, you pick up two kill team units or one desolation unit <laughs> and you'd re-deep strike it. So this is what I mentioned before is that um, you know, the Ultramarines list, they don't have that mobility like, say, Death Watch does. And the ability to pick up and teleport your Desolation Marines at the end of your opponent's turn is, like, the only downside that Desolation Marines have. <laughs> like, they don't move very fast, but if you could teleport them, uh, okay, that basically solves that problem. And it's a, it's a nightmare for your opponent to um, play around. Uh, re- I love this strat. It's so good. And you can pick up two kill teams. And um, now the Deathwatch veterans have the kill team keyword as well. So you can pick yeah. up two Deathwatch veterans too. Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, you, you didn't mention the fact that the Deathwatch also, so veterans also happen to have a heavy Thunderhammer and become a very oh. relevant melee threat at, for no reason, yeah. for 20 points. They have they get a, they get the damage yeah. three Thunderhammers. Everyone else has their plebe damage two ones. And you can take, <laughs> uh, I think it's, is it three of those per 10? Yeah, I think you have to. So I think you have to make a choice there. You have to replace their long vigil range weapon maybe mm-hmm. to get it though yes you um do. so i mean this is, but that's cool though because you can choose like you can play with heavy thunder hammer and your death watch uh in your death watch list it's strength 10 minus 2 flat 3 devastating wounds and you you know you're going to get exploding sixes to hit so maybe you want to just not run two long range uh vigil weapons long long vigil range weapons which are like um stern guard kind of Com- you know, the, they're uh, copy rap- weapons uh, right yeah exactly yeah yeah um but instead you get two thunder hammers so okay plus 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 really really good this is sounding great already there's two more strats that are really good and they combo with your best unit um this next one's called kraken rounds one cp up to two kill team units or one adeptus astartes you get plus one ap on your ranged weapons and plus six inch range so you know that gun that i told you about before yes got the uh 18 inch rapid fire range goes to 24 inches and then all of a sudden you can rapid fire from 12 and those guns rapid fire like, oh, no, tomorrow, man. D3 rapid fire. So you get 2D3 shots per guy. Uh, I was playing against Thousand Sons uh, yesterday, and my opponent had a unit of 10 Rubric Marines and a, um, and a character. F- four, I shot four of my frag cannons, killed them all. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it was uh, brutal, mate. These things are really, really good. Blast just puts them completely over the edge because, mm-hmm. like we talked about before, if you're shooting a 10-man or you're shooting a 20-man, lo and behold, 
then all of a sudden you're getting massive amounts of efficiency. So that strat is insanely strong. Then you've got um, another one is Hellfire rounds. So there's like three kind of Kraken, Hellfire, and Dragonfire rounds, which all you know change your um, you know weapons abilities. So um, Hellfire rounds is pretty good. You get either anti infantry two plus or anti monster to five plus. So you want to kill Magnus over the moments Hellfire yep. rounds and your Desolators? Yep. Wounded on fives. <laughs> yep. Um, and and then sorry, I'll go the last one. Dragonfire rounds is um, the same thing, but you can get the assault and you get ignores cover as well. So. You know, you can get Ignore's cover and AP1 if you spend both Kraken and Dragonfire rounds. So good, Ooh. man. So freaking strong and good That's into just... Yeah, man. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of damage. Uh, I, yeah, I find Death Watch extremely exciting. Mostly because I, I... Mostly, I think, for me... I mean, there's a big debate going on in the Marine circles right now about what is better. Um, mm. You know, because... Ostensibly, it is a two-horse race between who can make the best desos. But the fact yeah. that uh, Death Watch get to have better matchups into two of the other S-tier factions makes me leads me to believe that I think they're better in a single yeah. in a singles environment. I just think hands down, Death Watch is better than, oh, so than um, yeah than Vanilla Marines. Um, yeah. Should I go this, over the list really quick? This one yeah, is give uh, us the rundown. This is this is this is how nice I am. This is my literally up-to-date list. If I'm playing a tournament tomorrow. I'm playing this. Like, <laughs> this list is the stank, man. It's so good. All right. Uh, we've got a captain with the term of ectoclades. Uh, ectoclades. Um, yeah, ectoclades, uh, which is, a, um, you know, you need to be on the table. You need to clear oath. You get a second oath. He goes with 10 stern guard veteran. And by the way, he lets you use the strat for free. So, you know, mm-hmm. that teleportarium strat I told mm-hmm. you about? Oh, just teleport your stern guard for free, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I might do it. I might not, right? Or, or use armor of contempt for free. Armor of Contempt is actually really good nowadays. Really um, good. Love it. Um, 10 Dissos, 5 Dissos, 5 Dissos. Why are you not playing those? Okay, here we go. 10 Death Watch Veterans, 10 Death Watch Veterans, 10 Death Watch Veterans, 5 Death Watch Veterans. So, total of 35 Death Watch Veterans and 10 Stern Guard. Then got one Land Speeder, one Land Speeder, one unit of Devastators. Okay. And then I got the uh, I got the Laz Cannon in there on the Devastator, mate. And then so- what you do is you, you go Exploding Sixes for your army. And you use the Signum to make the hit roll a six, and Ooh. you get two Laz Cannon shots out of it. Double Laz Cannon. <laughs> and what are, the other, what are the other weapons on your deck? De- I just um, take the grab on the other one, because you've yeah. got a lot of anti-infantry already, so maybe having some hedge there. This is uh, this is probably where, this is a flex spot, I think. you got 120 points of flex there. Mm-hmm. You can either change for it if you want. Captain, like I said, and then Rhino, and Rhino, two Rhinos. Rhinos are fantastic. They're really, really good at the moment. And then I've got a five-man uh, exaction squad from the Agents of Imperium. Just 35 points, five dudes, you know, play the flank, play the mission. Yeah, I, th- I think they're fantastic. And they bring the scout element to this army, like that little don't really yep. care about it element where you can go and get some yeah. points without worrying. Um, and they're actually really annoying with like they, they feel no pain to kill for 35 it's points. 35 points, you know, what you what can you get for 35 points these days with the cost mm. of living crisis, you know? <laughs> yeah, in this economy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Price it's really move. good. Look, the, my, my thinking on this, this is how impressed with the Death Watch veterans I was. I used to play, I started with, um, you know, 25 Stern Guard and stuff like that. And over time, I was just like, get rid of the Stern Guard, get rid of the Stern Guard, just play more Death Watch veterans. Um, and then because I'm playing the captain for the time of, because I'm playing the captain for the time of Ectoclades, mm-hmm. I want him to be a part of a unit. And he can and he can only really be a part of Stern Guard veterans yeah. in my in my list. So you know, I'll play the one squad of ten. Yep. At that point, it's the it's the peak point where you can teleport them all the time. Yep. Um So yeah, really really good. I love this list. It's incredibly strong. You've got a lot of options here. Now I'm playing two rhinos. So in the mirror matchup against like the list, you know, the Bobby G list we talked about, mm-hmm. start all your dislators in the rhino. 
So yep. you go first. Yep. Okay. Get out, shoot them. You yep. go second. Well, you know, sure. Okay. Well, my disc leaders in the in the in the runner. Beautifully said, because there's there's gonna there's gonna be the the Space Marine Mirror mini game, which we're gonna talk about soon, which is who <laughs> who can make their desos pop before the pop off before the other guys. But just to give you a rundown of this list again, so Captain with the Tome of Ectoclades, mm-hmm. uh, ten Stern Guard, a uh, twenty desos in ten five five, three by yep. ten and one by five des- uh, Death Watch veterans, two single yep. land speeders, five Devastators, two Rhinos, and five Exactors. That's exactly seventy Space Marine bodies. Oof. Yeah, it's a lot that's of bodies, a lot. man. No, that's a lot. There's no no prisoners anymore, you know. So. No. Um, that's good there too. Uh, what I would say is um, there's, a, there's a little bit of flex here. So the, the, the Devastator squads you could flex, the unit of five Death Watch veterans you could also flex. Yep. What I would put in there is either swap that unit of five Death Watch veterans for just five infiltrators. Mm. If you think demons or GSC are going to be a problem, well, eh, five infiltrators. Yep, you know? yep. Well, so th- let's let's go into that marine mini game because um, as a marine <laughs> player myself, I'm constantly thinking of ways and means to, to combat desolation marines, and mm-hmm. and then if I'm playing them to keep mine safe. Now yep. the rhino is a good choice. The um, uh, drop pod is a good choice. The repulsor is a good choice also <laughs> because yep. you, you can get out, get back in the damn thing. Um, mm-hmm. And also the infiltrators are a good choice. So um, if you were playing as a marine player, what would you put in to kill or to to handle other people's desolation marines? I would put the whirlwind in. I think the whirlwind is pretty legitimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with oath of moments, the whirlwind pops off too, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. So you know, and it's got the flat two profile. So um, you know. That's really good. I think the Rhinos are a nice double choice. You can't, like, at the end of the day, like, this is the part of the game where a lot of people think it's bad, though, right? Because um, there's no, there's not, there's not a lot of player expression mm. for how far you can take, you know, ticking against Desolation Marines, right? Because at the end of the day, you're going to sacrifice so much of your list to beat Desolation Marines that it's not going to have, it's going to lose its core strength, right? So, you know, if I go second against Desolation Marines, I'm going to put both of mine in the Rhino, and then I'm going to, you know, hope there. But if I know a lot of people are coming with Desolation Marines, then yeah, I would take the Devastators out, and I would maybe take the Exaction Squad out, and maybe that gives me a whirlwind, right? Yeah, and that's that's probably as much as I would hedge, to be honest. Um, I was I was considering Inceptors for quite some time, like if oh, you could, yeah, yeah, because they got that three inch deep strike, and I do think they mm-hmm. are a worthy choice. But mm-hmm. if your opponent has taken the counter picks to them, they become a lot worse. If if you're just if, if someone's just open like walking open mouth into the with with their desolation range, just being like I'm going to deploy them on the table when your list has the Inceptors in it, they get what they get. Like <laughs> you, yeah. deserve, you deserve to smash them with that unit. Um, yeah. But I mean, infiltrators can turn that off if you use the appropriate rule. Yeah. Um, and of course, any of the trans- any, exactly right. Any of the transports. Yeah. Um, and what you o- can do actually, this is interesting, yep. is that you can oath the moments a unit that's not on the battlefield. So um, it's just name a unit in your can opponent's you? army. Interesting. So what you do is you actually name the unit that's in deep strike, and then you get four rolls to hit and wound when you overwatch it. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're having a bit of a showdown, being like, oh, exactly are you, right. you're going you're gonna to try and swing for the fences and see if you make it, or you're not going to. Um, so some of the other ones, I mean, for in, in my in my chapters, there's a, a couple of options. Um, Hellblasters in an Impulsor, because the Impulsor yep. is actually quite safe from um, yep. being Oath of Moment. It doesn't die. And then you can, you know, move, advance, get out the Hellblasters and try and pop off it. You, know, you might not kill the whole unit because you've only got 10 shots, but with Oath of Moment, yeah. you've got a good chance of, of mauling it and making um, a pound of flesh. Um, and what was the other one? There was another one. Uh, and the other one is like things like lone operatives Yep, that can cool. sit out of range. Like I was considering Talon Masters. I mean, I don't think Talon Masters have the damage to do it anymore, but they have lone well, operative hmm. to each other and can kind of screw yes. up, screwed up, and then explode 16 inches and get an angle. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Telemas is very strong, as I'm sure you're going to get into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they'll be the, they'll be the, in their own episode for sure. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. The, see, the thing is, their damage output isn't great. Like it's mm-hmm. it, it's not like it's not what it was having twelve uh, assault cannon shots that hit on twos. But they went with, down in points, right? With no? Yeah, exactly right. But they've got literally half the shots, and they hit on threes That's instead true. of two. It's hit on threes instead of twos now. So, but they have the best defensive mechanism in the entire game right now, they and they can do. do it to each other. Yeah, the pig, yeah. the piggyback loan up, loan up is yeah. uh yeah what we're, we're starting to call it the piggyback system. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, and the, so the other the other thing is about the. Um, the hell blasters is shooting back on death. So mm, yep. if you when you pop around the corner, you shoot the desos. The desos, you know, can try and shoot you back, or they can try and run away, or they can do all sorts of. You can Overwatch with the hell blasters into them again when they mm-hmm. try and move yep. away, rather than because if well if they stand there and try and shoot you dead, you shoot them back, and mm-hmm. if they run away, you Overwatch them. So the hell blasters, yep. I really like the hell blasters. They're the one that I'm, I'll be thinking of at the moment. Like be five hell blasters, oh, or it'd be five hell blasters in a character naturally because it would be six hell blasters. But I ain't gonna pay for ten. And only take six. That's that's stupid economics right there. There we go. I was going to look. By the way, a whirlwind is one hundred and twenty-five points. Yeah, dude. Whirlwind's cheap. Whirlwind's cheap. And, cheap, cheap and very relevant, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'd hundred percent be taking whirlwind. Um, see, I like the thunderfire as well, but mm. it's a utility piece. It's not going to do you any damage. Yeah, the thunderfire is uh, it's 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 very close in points to the whirlwind. If I'm off the top of my head, right? Uh, uh, Ninety points, I believe. Yeah, you're probably right. Sorry, I'm just looking it up here. Yeah, 90, 90 points. So actually, you're right. Yeah, thirty-five points cheaper. So you can play a Thunderfire Cannon and Exaction Squad, or you can play a um, or you can play a Whirlwind. I was just looking at my list actually. I was going to say you could uh, you could swap out the um, Devastator Squad for just a Whirlwind because I've got five. I'm at nineteen ninety-five points. So that's an that's a uh, something to consider. From what I'm considering. Oh yeah, that, that is a, that is a actually yeah. You may want to consider it. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Um, all right, so. Yeah. Getting into some nitty-gritty. Uh, so, things that people want to do to not get blown up by Desos, you want to take things that either don't auto-die to Desos or that have yep. good good options to go and stop them. Um, yep. And good options to go and stop them. We've detailed one. Do you th- Can you think of any in other armies? I mean, naturally, a guard have... They can play the indirect game, and I actually think guard win the indirect game because yeah, while sure. the Desos kill everything else in the guard army, they don't kill the tanks that are killing the Desos, and eventually that can just, you know win the game, I guess. Yeah, and all your tanks have great, pro- you know, they're all damaged too, right? So they've got great tr- profiles into Stern Guard and everything yeah, like that as well. Right? exactly right. Yeah. Um, but then, um, you know, everything else in your army is just prime marine-killing options, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I think uh, I think having one kind of maybe rapid ingress um, unit is always really interesting, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I am talking about a melee unit. <laughs> they still, sometimes they still exist, depending on your terrain, uh, so that's an option as well. But yeah, loan op, Transports, your own indirect, uh, you know, Bellacor, something like that, right? It's yeah. really powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Play the mission. You know, you don't want to try and um, win the attrition. You don't want to play the attrition battle against uh, against your opponent, right? Yeah, there's very um, few armies that can get away with it. I mean, I think I, I, mm-hmm. I can only really think of knights and maybe custodies as being able to play that game at all yeah. versus marines. Um, and then yep. those are very big ifs. Like, yeah. Or yeah. Gene Steeler Cult, because um, you can just, you know, put your blips all the way back and then yeah. string forward and string forward, yeah. I just keep, I just keep re-racking the damn things. But we, we yeah. did find, like, because, so, um, for those, if anybody out there is struggling with GSC, uh, uh, it was actually really funny when we realized, oh, you just stop killing units. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Leave yeah, them, you whittle them down and split fire and stuff like that. Leave them with five or fewer guys and fucking ignore them the rest of the game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, your mechanics... 
doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or um, uh, you know, speeders are really good at that as well because you yes. can uh, zoom over and threaten to blow up their blips, uh, which yep, is yep. interesting as well. Yeah, or having yep. your own little deep strike. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, so we might leave it there and wrap it up. We are, I'm going a little bit shorter on the part twos because because I'm doing so many of them. I'm literally <laughs> recording four episodes this week, guys, of the week yeah. of your hearing this. So uh, I'm trying to get a bunch of stockpiled because I'm going to Europe and I'm uh, I'm kind of hoping to leave my work at home for those couple of weeks, but we will see. It might, might necessitate that I bring my work with me. Um, and either way, I want to punch out a bunch of extras and get this train really rolling for you. A uh, bunch of extra content hopefully coming as well. I'll be drip feeding extra episodes here, there, and everywhere. And yeah, hopefully you guys along for the ride. David, um, do you think Marines will be fixed? Do you think that it's an easy fix problem or are we just going to see a, a shifting of goalposts and the next broken thing rising to the top? I I think that I hope in my heart that they're going to put the point. Uh, they're going to do something to Desolation Marines and Oath of Moments. I don't think they'll do something to Oath of Moments. I think they'll do something to Desolation Marines. And that's a huge part of the issue with Marines. They have so much natural pressure that uh, it's really hard to play the game. Yeah, I agree with that, man. Um, it It's just stress. It's stressful. You rock up and you're like, uh, I can send it and die on turn two or I can play the mission and be tabled on turn four. Uh, it's, yeah, pretty it's pretty rough, dude. It's pretty, really yeah. rough. Especially um, with Deathwatch, you know, because they can teleport around and then, yeah. you know, oh, brutal. So something I just thought of, like, there, so there is a whole lot less um, infiltrators in the game, like, or infiltrator-like yep. elements. Maybe sometimes Space Marines take five. Like, they're, they're not, we're not seeing the, the 15 or the 20 we sometimes saw at the end of Ninth Edition. Um, is it a worthy idea to just chuck half your army in reserve and then take a, a bunch of stuff that deep strikes as well so you can have a decent amount off the table? Yeah, yeah, especially, man. Like, especially, so, I mean, it's very legitimate to design your list so that you go, um, so I was playing against uh, T-Suns recently, you know, they have two Rhinos, three units of 10 Brubricks with three Sorcerers that are untargetable, right? So untargetable outside of 18. So you kind of null deploy your army, right? So it's like, well, you know, you, you build your list like that, right? So build, try and build your list so that if you do play against Marines, my game plan is, okay, I put this, this in reserve, they got no good targets, and then we can start playing a game, right? Because yeah. it's important to recognize that, like, you're not always going to play against the best Marine player in the world, right? You're going to be playing against, you know, people of similar, similar skill or lower, even maybe lower skill level than yourself. They might be new to the army, right? So just because Desolation Marines are that powerful, it doesn't mean that there's no room for your opponent to make mistakes, right? So the more chances that you give yourself to make plays or you, the more chance that you give your opponent to make mistakes, the more chance you've got coming back in the game. And that's a perfectly legitimate way of winning a game of Warhammer, right? You know, is your, your opponent making a mistake? And you're going, okay, you know, this is part of my, you know, game plan to do this, right? So, you know, there's something to that to be said as well, right? Like, not everyone's going to be super clued up and know what all your army does and everything like yeah. that, right? So, you know, you've got to give yourself a chance to win as well, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, on that note, we will check out. Thank you so much again for coming on, mate. Really appreciate sure. your time. Uh, we may be seeing you on for the Guard and or Admech episode also. And thank you very Ooh. much for giving us your time there. Really excited to unpack those two factions. One, because of how good it is, and one, because of how good it ain't. I'll let you figure <laughs> out which one of those is, but it's pretty plain to see. Uh, all right, David, see you on the next one, brother. Thanks again for coming on. No problem, man. Have a good one, yeah. Thank you for listening to Art of War Down Under, a content review podcast for Warhammer 40K.
Hosted by Adam Camilleri. Produced by Seamus Ronan. Enjoyed the show? Want your lists reviewed and the content you heard put into practice? Sign up to our Patreon and connect with us online or on Facebook. Just search for Art of War Down Under. Signing out from tomorrow.